The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Uh-oh, trouble in Atlanta. Welcome back in Game Time Decisions on Sports Grid. I'm Kevin Walsh. It's a Monday night. We have a new World Series favorite. Don't you love it when some analysis comes together? Philadelphia Phillies, 3-1 to one to win the World Series because they are up 3 to nothing on the Atlanta Braves in the top of the third inning. A single for Alec Bohm brought in Trey Turner in the first and a two-run homer by JT Riamuto. Brought home Bryce Harper as well in the top of the third inning. That hitter uh, pitcher history paying off for Mr. Riamuto, who's two for two tonight and just flew over his two-plus base prop. Still rooting on Austin Riley and Ronald Acuna Jr. in that market in this game, as well as the over of eight, uh, plus 290 now in the Philadelphia Phillies. How about the longest World Series number we have seen all season, the Atlanta Braves, plus 750. A lot of game left. They come back, plus 310 to win this baseball game, live money line. Atlanta wins this game. They become the favorites to win the World Series again. I am telling you, that is how this number is going to move. If you believe in Atlanta tonight, you probably believe in them long-term, plus 750 to win the World Series. And again, even if they don't win this game tonight, how much further does that World Series price move back? And you've got games to play with still going to Philly. Of course, Philly, uh, we need to try and close it out. At home, total live in this game right now is nine and a half. It is juicy to the under at minus 130. But right now, it is all Philadelphia Phillies, a minus 460. Live favorite on this board. Uh, Zach Wheeler has been brilliant. The only base runner allowed came from an error. He has struck out six batters through two innings. He has been untouchable up until this point here. We will see how this continues. Uh, we will see if this Atlanta offense can get off of the mat and have not scored yet this postseason. Let's get our radio audience into the fold here on a Monday night. Game Time Decisions is live on Sirius XM Channel 159 all across the Sports Grid Network here. I'm Kevin Walsh. Again, this is a Monday night. We've got Dodgers, Diamondbacks. Again, I'm certainly not scared to tell you when I'm right, but I'm not scared to tell you when I'm wrong either. And the Los Angeles Dodgers made me look a bit silly uh, over the weekend, bet this team to win three games to zero. I knew that bet was a loser in the top of the first inning of this series where the score was 6 nothing Diamondbacks. Clayton Kershaw goes out and gives you one out, six hits allowed. Awful, awful stuff from Kershaw, 11-2 Arizona wins. 
So now tonight it's Merrill Kelly getting the baseball, and he's or excuse me, it's Zach Gallen getting the baseball, and he goes up against Bobby Miller. I'm on the over eight in this game. Location worked out. I thought we would likely, I thought we could potentially see Lance Lynn here in the two spot. It's Bobby Miller tonight. Bobby Miller's been a bit better on the road this season than he has been uh, at home. So that is a bit advantageous. There is some success within this Arizona lineup against Miller because they did see him earlier this season. Miller gave up four earned runs in that game. Zach Gallen, we have talked a lot about it. A better pitcher at home this season, significantly. Now, he's able to handle his business fine enough against Milwaukee, only allowing two earned runs, but we know this Dodger lineup is much better than that Milwaukee Brewer lineup here. Some key guys that would jump off of the page would be Mookie Betts as well as Will Smith if you were looking to target those player props. And I am on Mookie Betts for two-plus bases in this game as well. But I thought this was one of the easier ways to try and sell people on some value in this baseball game. These two pitchers met head-to-head August 8th. That is not all that long ago. And we saw the Dodgers booked as as about a minus-145 favorite in the game. The total was an 8.5. So they drop a half run off of the total because, oh, it's postseason baseball. But it being postseason baseball, sure, in the wild-card round, nobody could score. But it didn't matter in the first game of Dodgers-Diamondbacks. It didn't matter one bit. In the Rangers-Orioles game the other day, it hasn't mattered much in Astros-Twins. So knocking off a half of a run here just because we are into the wild card round presents value to me. Worst case, we push. I played over eight in this spot here between the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. This side, too tricky for me to get involved with. I don't want to reverse course too much. Bet this 3-0. LA, obviously already a loser. If I had to play the money line, I'd actually be a bit more tempted by Arizona. If Zach Gallen has it tonight, it could be in a long night for L.A., but I'm banking on that not being the case and betting that total of an eight. I will also let people know, I want to see if this is still the case. I did see that total pop a seven and a half. Yes, there is there is an expensive seven and a half out there in the market uh, if, if you want to take a look uh, so far. And there's actually, a, no, there's a few seven and a halves out there. So you can get a better number tonight and cash on an eight, uh, if you will, for Dodgers Diamondbacks. Uh, wasn't there when I bet it, but still, just to give people an idea, you can jump in. Let's just talk a little American League uh, before we uh, hit our break here, because for me, this is going as well as possible. Plus 950 on the Twins, 9-1 to one on the Rangers. These two teams are in the driver's seat. Current live odds, Texas Rangers plus 125 to win the American League. The Minnesota Tin, Twins are plus 210. Astros check in plus 230. Twins take the lead, 1-1 uh, series. But they take the lead in the market due to this series heading back to Minnesota. Baltimore all the way back there at 14-1. to I cannot and will not sell you on Baltimore. I, I do believe the Orioles have drawn dead here up against Texas. They needed the game with Bradish. They couldn't get it. They go to Grayson Rodriguez in game two. Nightmarish. Going to Kremer in game three, at least he has been better on the road, but he is not the same pitcher that is Nathan Evaldi. And we are seeing some hot bats for the Texas Rangers right now in this postseason. And even if this isn't a sweep, is this team going to throw Gibson on the 11th, are they going to flip it back around to Bradish on shorter rest for game four? 
I don't love what I the, the chances for Baltimore to bounce back whatsoever. As far as Astros twins, because again, if some of you out there, I hope, are in the same spot as me with having Minnesota and Texas, there is a part of me that has thought about bet the Astros and be done with it. You can do that. You can lock in your profit, and you can send it off. However, Sonny Gray, to me, is the current best pitcher had that of, of the remaining playoff teams. Some people would say Spencer Strider. Some might say Zach Wheeler. Maybe someone would try and say Verlander. I believe it is Sonny Gray. That's what it has been so far this season. Sonny Gray is a big part of why I bet Minnesota. So I am going to let that number go. And I'm going to ride that out and hope for the 2-1 series lead. In game number four, you would imagine Minnesota is throwing Bailey over again. If they throw Kenta Maeda, I think you're going to see the Astros probably take that game four. And while Pablo Lopez would go 100% in game five, and there would be confidence for Minnesota, the Twins are not going into a fifth game in Houston booked as a favorite. Point being, I think if you're looking to grab the Astros' futures, bet their money line if you really want to, but I would wait for game number four. Quick break, we're right back. It's a Monday night on Game Time Decisions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Back to right here. Game time decisions on a Monday night, which means we have Monday night football, Raiders, Packers. We're going to handle some market movement in a moment, but first we throw it over to Davis Maddock, who has a big-time same-game parlay with the Packers and the Raiders. All right, guys, we are back for another same game parlay over on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Monday Night Football, we have the Las Vegas Raiders hosting the Green Bay Packers. Not taking a stance on a side in this same game parlay because I think these are two pretty mediocre teams, and that's just not that fun. So we are going to begin our same game parlay by adding Devontae Adams as an anytime touchdown score when FanDuel gets around to posting his alternate receiving overs. I like going alternate over 100 yards and over seven receptions on Adams. You can add that in when you get there. But the second leg of our same game parlay is going to be 
Christian Watson as an anytime touchdown scorer. He returned to the lineup on Thursday night against the Lions, ran about half the routes. Of course, he scored a touchdown because that's what Christian Watson does. I like buying on these prices for him right now before the market realizes that he just is a touchdown scorer. And then we are also going to add a Christian Watson alternate receiving yardage total. We are going to go Christian Watson alternate over 80 yards on FanDuel Sportsbook. That is going to give us a three-leg same-game parlay of plus 1,287 odds. Devontae Adams, anytime touchdown. Christian Watson, anytime touchdown. And Christian Watson, 80 or more yards. Buying low on Christian Watson before the market corrects. And I just want to be buying on Devontae Adams in this revenge spot as much as possible. Good luck tonight, everybody. All right, appreciate that there. Davis Maddock breaking down a little bit of this Monday night game here between the Raiders and the Packers. It does make sense that if Watson is able to splash tonight, supposed to be this team's number one, you can cash out in a big way. Let's talk a little bit, though, about our Super Bowl odds. Uh, we're not finished yet with week five, but the top of the market likely will not really be impacted here by the Raiders and the Packers game. The Niners are, at the moment, standalone favorites. The idea coming off of Sunday night football is that MVP Purdy uh, is leading, at the moment, the best team in the league. And their numbers drop down to plus 460 with the dominant win over the Dallas Cowboys. The Kansas City Chiefs sit flat. They were not upset, as I was expecting, by the Minnesota Vikings. The game was close, a cover for KC. They hold serve. Philly comes back a bounce. I, I, listen, I'm not going to do this nonstop. I am going to poke Ranieri a little bit later on about this whole Eagles win total under thing. I, I can't help myself. But this is likely just the Niners eating up a lot of the market. However, you, you if the, Niner, if the Niners eating up the market makes sense, right? But because you've now allowed the Eagles division odds to go significantly stronger due to dropping Dallas to two wins, the Eagles movement backwards is a bit of a mistake, albeit a minor one. Buffalo comes way back. Look, they clearly were, and we didn't know until we knew, they clearly were at a disadvantage going to London where Jacksonville had already been there. But they had a countless opportunities to win that football game, and they couldn't take advantage of them. Maybe more importantly, they leave the game injured, and they've been picking up injuries now for a couple of weeks in a row. That's the big concern with my Super Bowl pick in Buffalo, far more than the result. You see Miami's odds grow shorter. It makes sense. The offense is out of this planet. And then the, the Dallas Cowboys come way back. I think the argument is the Dallas Cowboys should go back much further. The Dallas Cowboys are two back of the Philadelphia Eagles, had a challenge spot against the Niners and didn't even look anywhere near the class. Get the Detroit Lions up in front of that football team at minimum. Get the Baltimore Ravens up in front of this Dallas Cowboys team as well. Divisional favorites here, not getting enough respect. Dallas still getting too much respect in the market. With MVP Purdy here, why don't we talk a little bit about your MVP pricing and where some of the value is sitting in that market and some of the movement that we've seen as well. Once again, it's Patrick Mahomes. Plus 350, now the favorite. Five to one, two assists. Jalen Hurts' odds come down a touch. Double the number now, Josh Allen. There he is. MVP Purdy. Nine touchdowns, no picks. Best team in football, everybody tells me. 50 to one ticket comes crashing down. If the season ended today, who would you vote for? What are you going to tell me you'd... You'd vote for Mahomes, but he's, he's been nowhere near his standard. Are you going to vote? For, would you vote for Jalen Hurts? Nobody seems to think he's playing well. If you tell me you're, you're going to vote for Tua, that's a hard sell. 
when to all the arguments against Purdy, well, great coach, great players are against Tua, except Tua lost in a step-up game to Josh Allen. Nobody would vote for Josh Allen if the season ended today. I, I'm, I mean this. Uh, you think I'm going to be lying? If the season ended today, I think Brock Purdy wins the league MVP. But the 50 to 1s aren't out there anymore. I just, look, Mahomes is going to be in this race all season long. I really doubt he's able to bring this award home, which means we're seeing value throughout this market. Lamar Jackson might have been the favorite if his, if his wide receivers could catch. They couldn't, so his odds now not as – you can buy on him, but he, if you already have a Lamar Price, that was a tough game. You lose to the Steelers. It was a really big missed opportunity for Baltimore, who has two losses right now, and they're two of the worst losses we've seen this season. Let's continue to move this along here. The offensive rookie of the year odds we knew would take a shift in a game between the Falcons and the Texans. And interestingly enough, Atlanta grabs the win, but look at the shift here. Bijan comes well back. C.J. Stroud grows in strength. And as he should. C.J. Stroud right now looks like one of the 10 best quarterbacks in the National Football League. No other way to spin it. And you can't – look, Bobby Sloat, the O.C., is great. The offensive line play has their first healthy game in forever. And it's not like this is some unreal wide receiver room. C.J. Stroud deserves this number. But we did see Puka Nakua be back to wide receiver two with the Cooper Cup reentry. Nakua is going to create separation from all of the uh, rookie wide receivers you would think – Though perhaps the Justin Jefferson injury could open things up for Jordan Addison some, which is something to keep our eyes on. But Nakua is not now going to run away with this. Devon Achan is at the moment the most explosive player in the league, which comes off loosely impossible considering he's on the Miami Dolphins next to Tyreek Hill. That's just what Achan is at the moment. I do think he picked up a bit of an injury. Can he continue to keep this up? These are all valid questions. I think, as, and look, I'm a C.J. Stroud believer because I'm a Texans believer. Bet him to win the division. I still think it's possible. But if they don't cross the finish line and this team finishes 8-9, and nine, let's say, in Houston, but Miami does finish 12-5, and five, win an AFC East, could team success make a difference in this market? It is possible. HN is interesting. A big number potentially on Jordan Addison. You could talk me into as well. Richardson's odds probably continuing to fall throughout the day due to the injury he picked up. College football, wanna, uh, we already talked uh, about this with uh, Joe Lisi a little bit. But again, some movement in the market. Georgia rolls. Kentucky, shout out to Joe Lisi for an incredible best bet on college football today. This Saturday, for the first time they cover a number, their odds shrink as you would expect. OU, a huge shift, 25 to 1 down to 15 to 1. Texas goes plus 750 to 20. I did think about buying a little Texas, but I'm not there yet. I, I could, I, there's, there's enough of a season that needs to play out there, but I still think Texas could catch OU in the rebound game, in a Big 12 championship game. I'm banking on that being the Big 12 championship, but I had, I, I, all day long, I was I was badgering the team. I'm like, can please just give me a quick chance to talk about USC. USC, I laid the 20 and a half in that game, okay? So I am not going to tell you that their performance was acceptable on Saturday. But for that football team to have the unanimous, unchallenged, best player in the sport win a football game and go 15 to 1 and 24 to 1 tells you everything you need to know about what people think of that defense. Well, 
And here's the problem for USC. I will still be absolutely stunned if they don't play in a Pac-12 championship game. The schedule is there for them. But this team, when they get in, you're looking to buy out. Because Oklahoma and Texas, they can hang with Georgia. USC cannot at all. We'll talk to Lisi a little bit more Monday Night Football next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Back with you right here on a Monday night. Never lost game time decisions. Joe Lisi back in the fold here. Uh, Joe, let's hit a little uh, little Monday Night Football here. Raiders, Packers. Uh, I'll start this off just in terms of a side. I want to see if anything uh, caught your eye here. Uh, the Packers right now... Looks like it's two and a half pretty much anywhere you look. Is that a number that you're willing to get invested in here on Green Bay? Yes. I took Green Bay. I took the over 45 flat, Kev, at minus 110. So we'll see how it plays out right now. I believe the better team is is the Green Bay Packers. The better coach is LaFleur over McDaniels. And again, I know that they have the veteran quarterback Garoppolo, but Jordan Love is dealing this year. Now, no Aaron Jones or hurt the rushing attack. But I expect A.J. Dillon to step up. So I, I, I altered Dillon up to 80-plus yards tonight. I also got a good line this morning. They tacked a 29-and-a-half number on him earlier with Jones, and then they took it off uh, at around noon Eastern time today. So, you know, I expect a big game out of A.J. Dillon. You look at the Las Vegas defense giving up 136 rushing yards per game. I understand Pittsburgh couldn't take advantage a couple of weeks ago, but I think A.J. Dillon could have a big game tonight. Yeah, I'm on A.J. Dillon as well. Wasn't fortunate enough to be up early enough to grab those numbers that you did bet, but also, so I wouldn't have bet it if Aaron Jones was playing, but to your point, Aaron Jones was really never playing in this game, so it's a great look by you. I'm still on his uh, over 45 uh, and a half uh, for A.J. Dillon. The, I'm hoping that the Packers can cross the finish line in this game here. It's a desperation spot for Vegas. Total's tricky to me, uh, Joe, because I have bets. I'm on both quarterbacks over one and a half passing touchdowns. That suggests this game isn't over, but I am going to, at the moment, steer clear of the total. Uh, in terms of touchdowns, though, who's catching the attention? Well, Christian Watson and, and Romeo Dobbs are both plus money. I think it's 210 and 240 respectively. And you look at Jordan Love's number, it's 235 and a half. I, I altered him up too. I know I didn't give it to you, but I altered him up uh, to 275 plus at like two to one. 
or plus 185. I got to look, but Dobbs and Christian Watson are the key as well in terms of the passing game. Light numbers, yeah. 47 and a half and 44 and a half, respectively. I think, look, in order for Green Bay to win, the, both of those players have to get over those totals. So I'm taking Green Bay, I'm taking Love, Dylan, and and both wide receivers. Jaden Reed is a little bit of an anomaly. He's a spark plug slot type of player. I could see him getting into the end zone, but a little bit inconsistent. When you look at Love, he looks to more Watson and Dobbs more than he looks to Jaden Reed. So we'll see how this game plays out. If I am on touchdowns tonight, and I haven't bet these at the moment, Dobbs and Musgrave would be the Green Bay guys I look for tonight. The tight end uh, coming back in off of the concussion that cost him a lot of that game against the Detroit Lions, uh, I think could be live tonight in the end zone. If you trust the workload, the the 30-and-a-half prop could be actionable as well. Joe, I want to kind of take a look at the weekend here, some of the action that we saw on Sunday and uh, what jumps off the page? I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about Sunday Night Football with the Niners hanging it on the Dallas Cowboys. Look, I think it's pretty clear as day. Dallas is not even close to the upper echelon of this league. I know they beat up on the Jets, the Giants, and the Patriots. Good for them. The two best teams they played were the, were the Niners and the Cardinals, and they were dominated in both football games. No, you're right. And Dak Prescott didn't step up. I mean, three interceptions, Kevin. You look at the flip side. After the two pick sixes against Matt Jones, they allow Brock Purdy to throw for 283 and four touchdowns and allow San Francisco to rush it for 5.1 yards per attempt and rush. So I don't know. The front seven broke down. The mindset was completely lacked for the Dallas Cowboys. I thought they came into the game flat. This is a team that they lost to in the playoffs the past couple of years. Looked like the fight was over in the first round. I mean, it was amazing in terms of how flat they came out last night, and that's on Mike McCarthy. I blame nobody else. McCarthy, then obviously the play at Dak Prescott. But again, when you can't get off the field for that defense, you're putting your offense in a tough situation as well. Yeah, I... There were so many spots to be disappointed in Dak. None more disappointing, though... When Fred Warner and Nick Bosa are laughing on the sideline, backups are in. Tony Pollard breaks out 26 yards on a catch on a screenplay, and the next pass, Dak throws a pick. It's like, you are playing backups. They're giving you a touchdown if you want it, and you still can't cross the finish line. It was just a really, really bad performance. Uh, but look, Joe, there's, again, I, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I'll hopefully never be as wrong as I was on Sunday when it came to the New England Patriots and their game against the New Orleans Saints. If you told me that game finished 34-0, I would have said, I told you so. Told you the Saints were bad. Told you Belichick would have them ready. 34-0 New Orleans? Uh, Speechless. Truly. The Patriots have to be viewed right now as what is a clear-cut bottom five team in the NFL. Yeah, and how he built this team. I mean, think about what he did in the offseason. He drafted a place kicker and a punter. (laughs) Okay, no offensive weapons for Mac Jones. You look at the game, I think it was the COVID year, or maybe it was 2021. He played the Saints too, and he threw two picks, and one got returned for for a touchdown in that game that they lost. So, you know, Dennis Allen has had a good defensive game plan against Bill Belichick, and that team came ready to play. What I'm shocked about is to get shut out, to not change 
anything from the offensive philosophy. They go just vanilla. They they have no speed on the perimeter. And that's why I liked them yesterday, Kev. We talk about Hunter Henry cannot be your biggest weapon. He's not Travis Kelsey. No. He, he came into that game 17 receptions, 176 yards. Devontae Parker played with Teddy Bridgewater in Louisville. That's how long ago that was. So they have no pure number one. They should just put in Kayshawn Booty, put in some young talent, develop develop them for next year. Because again, Denver, New England, Minnesota, they're going nowhere. Yeah, they. It's a really, really bad spot. I want to ask you about another performance, though, Joe. This was something that you and I agreed on heading into Sunday, and that was Cincinnati would bounce back against Arizona. 300 yards for Burrow. Jamar Chase was absolutely brilliant. Buck 92 in the air, three touchdowns. The thing with a team like Cincinnati, though, we don't we don't go, hey, man, nice win. You know, no, no, no. It's Is this real? And do we start to look at Cincinnati numbers where – they're 31 to 1, for example, Joe, in the Super Bowl market. They were underneath 10 to 1 before the season started. Yep. They're still the, the, the longest odds to win the AFC North. How much confidence is now there for Cincinnati coming off of this win? I was impressed, but I don't want to overreact to what I still believe is a pretty bad Arizona team. Yep, totally agree. And I said it to Ben on the radio side today that I would give it one more game. You know, the 500. Four and three overall to see if Burrow's consistently putting up yeah. these type of numbers, and it wasn't an aberration. He clearly wasn't healthy at the start of the year. Every throw was short to intermediate, was a check down, you know, underneath coverage. He finally pushed the ball to Jamar Chase yesterday. That's a great sign, but I'm not buying into it for one week. To your point, it was Arizona, and we know that Arizona to me is now going to go the other way. You know, they got a benefit of, you know, a couple of early uh, season covers and they got the win over Dallas. But at the end of the day, they're now the schedule is catching up to them. And the fact that they're basically playing backups. I mean, I, I told you yesterday, Josh Dobbs, they scraped them off the street two weeks before the season, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and he was putting up numbers and put up some numbers yesterday. But at the, you know, he's not a starting quarterback in the league. Otherwise, Pittsburgh would have never got rid of him. Tennessee would have never gotten rid of them. Here's the thing. They're going to go the other way. For Cincinnati now, they have to capitalize on these teams and not take anybody. They're like Texas in terms of the college side. There's no margin of error for the Cincinnati Bengals, even though the division is winnable because all these teams will eat each other. Well, well no, so, so that's the, the, the thing. I don't want, I'm, not that there's a massive margin for error, right? But there's more margin than there should be. This is always easy to say, but it's not a stretch to say the Ravens should be unbeaten. But instead, they're three and two. The Steelers are three and two, and Cleveland is two and two. Since he is right there for that division, and to be honest, too, Joe, it's not even. If you tell me Cincinnati is there. That means at some point Burrow got right, right? We talked to Doc on Sunday, and he said at some point he will be 100%, right? At, su- right. at some point this season, I'm a little tempted by these long Bengals numbers. We, I, I didn't love them coming into the season, but that was based on really short numbers. To get this team at longer than Jacksonville, for example, or the Los Angeles Chargers, that jumps off the page. 
No, it does. But here's the thing. Let's keep in mind, two divisional losses to start the year. So that is huge when you look at them for the division, right? So again, right. Yeah, can they be? You know, and you have to look big picture. They can't be looking to win the division. Win as every game as possible. Also think wild card because if they're nine and eight, Kevin, they're the second team in the division, that potentially might not get them in. So again, I would look make playoffs, AFC championship if they sneak in. The division, believe it or not, would be one bet I wouldn't make. Yeah, the division plus one fifty four to make the playoffs. And I don't think that's a I don't think you're wrong about that because if you bet Cincinnati to win the AFC, yes, you'd love for them to win the division, but if they get in, you'll take that. Joe, appreciate it as always. We'll talk later in the week, no doubt. Anytime. Love the show. My man, that is Joe Lisi right there. You can find him all across the Sports Grid Network. Carver uh, and Lisi stops by all the time on Coast to Coast as well. College football today, pro football today. Football full circle. What doesn't the guy do? We'll be right back. It's game time decision. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome in. Game time decisions on a Monday night. I'm Kevin Walsh. And, uh, man, we got a great crew here, man. I mean, when you ask Joe Ranieri about him, he'll tell you all about it here. Joe Ranieri, Dave Sharapan, the in-game live crew stopped by on a Monday night. Uh, fellas, we'll talk a little bit about the weekend, uh, but I want to start it off actually with the baseball here, Ranieri, I'll kick it to you. Uh, the Braves trail right now, 3 nothing to Philly, uh, and then Dodgers, Diamondbacks coming up. What do you think about the baseball here on this Monday night? Well, uh, we said it last week, and we'll reiterate it uh, here with you again, Walsh. Uh, who thought eight days off was a good idea just simply to set up a rotation? I have no idea because the Braves and Unfortunately, it looks like the Dodgers, as well as the Orioles, and the list goes on. These teams look like they haven't played, oh, let me think. Oh, yeah, in eight days. They can't hit water if they fell out of a boat. They're swinging through everything. And, you know, the teams that look like they never stopped playing baseball and good baseball at that, yeah, the Philadelphia Phillies, the Texas Rangers, the list goes on, and even the Arizona Diamondbacks. I hate the whole eight days off between games thing. I think it's an absolute nightmare. It's it's an interesting point. I will say, if we end up did JT Riamuto? Oh no, sack fly. Okay, uh, the it's four nothing. I'm seeing now for Philadelphia. Yeah. By the way, uh, as this tally keeps growing here, if we see all of the wild card round teams advance, Dave, you can't then. 
that's that's too much, I think. I'm not saying that baseball is going to change the whole format, but that then becomes more than a coincidence, I think, if all four wild card teams make it through. Well, if all four favorites won, then we wouldn't be having a discussion. That's why it's baseball, and that's why they play the games. The buy works for football. I don't think there's a problem with it. I mean, it's you know, it's it yeah. is what it is. Hit better, throw better, pitch better. These are the rules. It wasn't like you didn't know the rules. So I don't know. But I know this, the pricing of it is absurd. We're we're on we're on some dog prices on some exactas. I'm all right with the dogs winning because the books had the value <clears throat> on teams like the Orioles, you know, to be the, the odds on favorite along with the Astros. The Astros are looking at a tough series. Everybody at the five game series is the problem. You need a seven-game series. That's what you need. Stop playing the games a week earlier and start the playoffs the last week of the regular season now, and then you, I think you'd be good. But, yeah, I'm not buying the argument with this, you know, crime about the, the good teams being rewarded and having time off. I'm not buying it. I, well, Not a reward. So, it's not a reward. What I would say? How is no, this yeah, a reward? You have a team that was the best-hitting team through 162 games has now gone 13 innings without scoring a run at home. That's not good a pitching, reward. Joe. Good pitching wins no, every time. No, good Joe, pitching, you're pleased. Good because pitch. they're you're talking about days, a team that had that, Joe. no problem, that, no problem dropping seven, eight uh, runs a game through 162. But now, good pitching is somehow or another going to be the deciding factor. No way. Guys lose rhythm. They lose sight. They lose feel at eight days off, and you can't simulate it. You know who can? Philadelphia, because look at the way they're swinging the bat at these great number one and number two game. pitchers. Yeah, and Freed was off. Freed was coming back from an injury. I mean, they scored four. They scored four runs. There's more to it than yeah, that. but Atlanta's not, not scoring at home because they look. Yeah, like Atlanta hasn't been shut days. out at home all season long. The last <laughs> they've been shut out twice all year. It was once yes. in April, once in May. And look, right. I'll throw this in by the way. Atlanta, who lost, who I think I think they went 162 and 0. They lost four out of five games coming out of the All Star break. We've seen it with this, so there, there is something there to it. But again, Dave, because you say, well, if all four favorites won, we wouldn't be saying anything. Well, I mean, again, Dave, if, yeah. if the <laughs> favorites win, then that's what's supposed to happen. But if if, if yesterday well, the, the every dog in the, the NFL same. won, but the days off are the same. I mean, that's not the reason why. It's it's coincidental, but it's just like a team cover. Well, I don't know what I would row. say though. They don't cover the ninth because of what? One has nothing to what do. What I with would the say, other. it might be a reason. No, but Dave, why, think but about it. This cause of. But right, our all of our wild card games are going under, right? So everybody was thrown off offensively, and now these teams walk in. It listen, if it is nothing, like if if the Dodgers go out there tonight and it's twelve three LA, right? Then all right, Atlanta choked. You know, what I, but. It's if all of the wild card teams advance, we cannot chalk that up to nothing on a brand new format. Is is how I would see it. But when we look again, reasonable minds can can certainly disagree. One happened. They changed the yeah, format. But it's important to understand. You can't. We're not. We're not taking a, a brush and painting everybody in the same light. What we're saying is, especially this Atlanta team, who we just saw the same thing happen a year ago to them. This is a team filled with guys that taking eight days off in between competitive swings 
is not a great thing. Not for everybody, but with this Atlanta team especially, it's now 13 innings of no-run baseball at home when we're talking about a team that averaged eight, nine runs in this ballpark. Can't tell me that there are at the core of those hitters that have lost a half a second or have lost the feel of competitive baseball because they took eight days off. And I would, again, what I would add is, and look, again, you know, it's one thing when it's Zach Wheeler who looks incredible and we know he's incredible. A Ranger Suarez-led bullpen day? I, I don't know about that. I, I don't know about that. Let's talk a little football, though, here, because we do have a Monday nighter that I'm sure people are excited to get some action in on here. Uh, the Packers number is growing a bit shorter now, one and a half. Total still sits mm. 45. Uh, there are props in this game that I'm all about here, uh, including the quarterbacks and their touchdown passing prop, yet I didn't bet the total, so I don't know what that says. Talk to me here first, Ranieri. What do you think? Well, I think uh, the Raiders have a better shot if Kenny G plays quarterback. Uh, that's what I think mm. here. Uh, because Jimmy G ain't cutting it. Maybe if Kenny G gets out there with the saxophone, uh, he can lull them. Oh, no, wait a minute. Jimmy G does that. This entire offense lulls people to sleep here. Interesting fact here, though, and it's kind of a tale of two halves here. I can't remember a game in which Green Bay went to the half with a lead. It appears they only like to play in the second half of games, mm -hmm. while the Raiders have had really great starts, and that goes to make sense with the scripting and with, you know, say what you want about Josh McDaniel. He's a damn good offensive uh, creator here, like, uh, you know, like Shanahan we just saw last night. It makes sense that the Raiders would get off to better starts than some others. I don't see any reason not to look at the Raiders in the first half of this game, but Green Bay uh, full game in this one for me. And Sig? I don't know. The Packers last played on Thursday, so they got eight days off or nine days off. Oh, that's yes. A problem. Yes, Jimmy I G know. didn't yeah. play and I played last chess week, on Tuesday because so that's not comparing apples to oranges. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know who got the days off. I, I, I'm trying to yeah. figure out how to yeah. handicap the days off into this football yes. game. Because I have football, no idea. Yes. Yeah, I have no. It's different. ten days, of course. It's days it's off. Ten it's days. Ten days, days off. Saying, I, ten days off and eight days off. That's tough. It's an interesting spot when there's three of us, because I don't ever want to pile on, right? But if I if I have to agree with someone, it's tough. Like we can't pretend football and baseball are the same. Like we're like no. seven days oh, off is the standard. Different. It's completely different. Of course, it's, it's completely, completely different. different. Don't egg, don't, egg don't, egg don't egg me on. Don't egg me on. Don't egg me on. Come into the don't. handicap because we're talking about. By the way, off. Dave, days <laughs> off have always mattered in every single NFL handicapping game ever. Has you know how many it? people are going to bet the Bucks this week because they're off the bye and Seattle? Yeah. It matters in every NFL cap ever. We know this. Well, it matters in the cap. It doesn't matter always in the result. That's the best part about this whole space. We look at a lot of things that don't matter ultimately in the result but that's fine listen good luck with the game tonight i'll be watching baseball all right the game's probably going to go over that's that's at least you know where i don't know who's going to lull who to sleep but i think listen green bay's terrible okay this might be the raiders get right game okay a lot of people move that number to one from one the other way to two and a half, and now the buyback occurs. This is what they do. The opposing groups move it one way, 
take the plus, move it back the other way by taking the plus on the other side. Good luck if you got props on this one, K-Dub. I don't know if you'll have... Um, I don't know if you'll have a lot of overs individually, but I hope you have Devonte. His revenge game will be a good no. game tonight. No, uh, I'm on. I'm on Jacoby Myers because I don't think Jimmy G uh, cares at all that Devonte played, uh, and the number is much lighter. So that's uh, the way I'm. I'm, I'm going to uh, attack that. AJ Dillon too, I think, uh, relatively speaking, at least, can have himself a nice night. It's uh, again, Green Bay is in such a fascinating spot. I, you know, you two would know better than me. You go back longer. Any team has ever opened their first five games as a dog, but none of them at a field goal? Has anyone ever seen that? They, they have not been a field goal dog in any of these games. I don't know. No. It's, all two, it's all two and a half and one and a half. It's very, very fascinating the way the Green Bay numbers look here. I'll, I'll Look, you know, I was going to ask about the NFL this weekend, but we, we've kind of hit that. So I'll ask quickly then with some of the American League stuff here. Uh, and I'll go to you first, Dave. Uh, any thought that a, a Baltimore comeback could be in the works or uh, no. that the Astros can hit Sonny Gray? The Astros could hit Sonny Gray, yes. To answer your first question first, the Orioles look toast to me. Just, I mean, the Rangers' offense, talk about hitting, talking about, again, we'll, we'll use the days off. They didn't have any days off. They've been on the road since. They haven't gone home, and all they do is hit. Now they get to go home. They get big game, Nate. Uh, it's probably a wrap. And, and, I mean, can Baltimore win three in a row? Of course. They didn't. What did they lose? Four in a row once all season? The playoffs are different. So I think Texas advances. I think we're in for five games with, with Houston and, and Minnesota. Pablo Lopez was just magical last night. That guy was, he, he was really had his stuff and, and swing and miss stuff. Sonny Gray got the same stuff. I haven't looked at the weather yet. If it's a little bit chilly in Minnesota, might be tough to get contact. Looking at the total under, first five under. And um, sure, Minnesota, Texas could be the ALCS. I don't know if TV executives want that, but good luck. I want it. I know that. Ranieri, thoughts on the American League? Doesn't matter. They're not going to win it anyway. So it, I don't care who you That's throw true. in there. It's going to be the National League anyway. So what's the point? That's uh, true. I, you know, I mean, if it. <laughs> tree falls in the forest and nobody's there to see it does it really does it does it anybody really care the answer is no no uh because multi and i'll hey i'll throw this out of there what gets more eyeballs here tonight walsh uh the arizona dodger game or monday night football i would if it's not monday night football then espn is probably going to ask for some money back right <laughs> <laughs> No, we think. The game goes right. like last week, yes. though. Giants, yes. Seattle. You're going to have more bank. What do you mean? You didn't. It's you didn't. Be you didn't enjoy into the final two minutes. If this game is going to be sleeper Please fest. Don't say that. Please. No. What? No. Not again. It's this. I. Please. Every time we do it, at some point, even if Ranieri likes the over, he sneaks in. By the way, it's going to be the worst game you've ever watched in your entire oh, life. Terrible. We'll see you on in-game live. Awful. <laughs> take be awful. Break. Uh, those two will Kenny take G, over baby. at 8 p.m. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Game time decisions. It's a Monday night. I'm Kevin Alsh. Coming up next, we'll be in-game live with Dave Sharapan and Joe Ranieri. And if you needed a hook, you should be watching that show regardless. But if you needed a hook, so these two can't agree on whether rest matters or not. And while they're tracking Monday Night Football, we'll be on no-hitter watch against the Atlanta Braves. So it should be incredible. So you make sure you tune in to in-game live. They take it up until 10 p.m. Eastern when Sports Rage late at night. Gabriel Morenci will uh, and Cam Stewart will handle business until 1 a.m. Eastern, uh, which should be great. With that Dodger game, bet the over late night as well as the Mookie Betts, two-plus bases. Best bet, uh, we've already talked about Jacoby Myers, but my favorite on this card tonight would be A.J. Dillon over 45 and a half rushing yards. The number has been on the move for A.J. Dillon, and that is all right because I still think that is going to be a big-time performance for A.J. here because Vegas has struggled against backs all season long. All opposing running backs have cleared at least 50 against the Raiders this season. A.J. in the position to lead with Aaron Jones out. In Dillon's career, four games as the lead back without Aaron Jones. Three of four games, he has cleared this prop of 45 and a half. And in A.J.'s career, where he has had 11 carries or more, 15 of, of 22, he has been able to give us 50 or more yards. In games with 13 carries or more, tonight's rush attempts prop is 12 and a half, 13 of 14. He has had at least 50 yards. Workload will be there for tonight. A.J. Dillon gets over the number. As I said, Jacoby Myers, 50-plus. Number two wide receivers have had their way up against the Green Bay Packers. And then over one and a half passing touchdowns for both starting quarterbacks. Jordan Love threw three-plus in each of his first two games. We've seen the Raiders give three of four quarterbacks uh, the chance to throw at least two touchdowns on them. And then Jimmy G will throw two tonight against a Green Bay secondary that has some vulnerability to me. Garoppolo's hit this in two of his three starts. Baseball, we follow along here. Phillies, 4-0 lead. In-game live, we'll take the torch. I'm Kevin Walsh. This has been Game Time Decisions. Best of luck. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.